Hello, oil enthusiasts. Hold on to your diffusers because it's about to get wild and fragrant in here. Today's episode is part eight of our 10-part mini-series, all about the best oils to have on hand for all of life's emergencies. Stick around to the end for our scoop of the day. Welcome to the Essential Oil Scoop, where we're all about SAS, class, and a whole lot of plant-based fun. I'm your host, Vicki Labrilla, and I'm joined by my amazing co-host, Sarah Sipos. Together, we're going to be your guides to the world of essential oils. And trust us, there's no better team for the job. With my passion for natural wellness and Sarah's encyclopedia-like knowledge of essential oils and our sparkling wit and charm, we'll be diving into the world of essential oils, giving you all the tips, tricks, and the juicy scoop that you need to make the most of those potent plant extracts. Don't forget to share, like, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so you get notified every time we upload a new episode. So grab your favorite oils and your favorite drink, put on your listening ears, and let's get ready to have some fun with essential oils. Hello, Sarah. Are you ready to talk about tea tree today? Yes. Yes, I am. (laughs) Isn't it one of those oils that you tend to forget? Well, for me, I forget about it until I need it, or it needs to be in my shower to add to my uh, shampoo or conditioner. Yes. Yeah. I, I, it's one of those ones that I probably should use on a more on a daily basis, but it really is one of those ones that I use for life's little emergencies when things come up. I agree. I agree. This is like we say, lavender is a Swiss army knife of oils. I truly feel that tea tree essential oil has so many uses. Well, in fact, I know that there's so many uses for it. There's over seven uses that I can think of right now at this moment that tea tree can help with. And one of my favorite ways to use tea tree actually is to deter the growth of unwanted um, bacteria um, for your nails, for healthy nail, nail growth and overall wellness for your fingers and toes. Tea tree has been a superstar for me to apply after the shower, or maybe, you know, I'm trimming my nails and I want to make sure that there's no unwanted bacteria there. I know tea tree is going to come in and help my body do what it needs to do to deter any of that. Yeah. I mean, it's fantastic. It's, it's antiseptic, antibacterial, antifungal. Yeah. Um, antiparasitic, antiviral, analgesiac, and it's a decongestant. It is a decongestant y'all. And you know what, as another oil influencer like us recommended using tea tree along with eucalyptus, when you are in that, I don't know, I should say season of life where you have the sniffles (laughs) to really help open things up and not allow any other gunk to build up. So eucalyptus and tea tree, I've heard are a great pairing. Yeah. And it's really good. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced where your eye is looking a little pinkish and (laughs) we all know that that's kind of contagious. We have to keep our hands out of our eyes. We have to wash our hands Mm -hmm. a lot, but tea tree is a really good one where you can just put it on a, like around your orbital socket and, um, getting around it. Not obviously not in your eye. That's bad. Don't put oils in your eyes, but around the orbital socket, you can put a little bit of uh, tea tree and that will help, um, 
help with that issue and uh, support your body to get rid of that quicker? So, okay. Fun story. Well, it's not really a fun story, but it's a story in general. I went overseas to Spain a couple years ago and I went with my mother and my sister and, you know, you're in this floating ship in the sky for hours on end to get to Spain from California and you share air, right? You share all the things in an airplane. Well, we land two days later, my sister got that pink stuff (laughs) in her eye. So that was not fun. We are in a completely different country. What is their healthcare system? Like, what do you do? Well, luckily I had my tools with me, tools, meaning my essential oils, I am so glad I brought Rose, which is the queen of oils, and I had some tea tree. So between those two, we were able to have a solution that was toxic free, that worked quickly. So she did not have a pink eye for the rest of our trip. It took less than 72 hours for her eye to go back to normal. Hallelujah. Uh, Right? Yes. And now your pictures look really good still from that because, you know, she wasn't having to wear big old thick sunglasses to try to protect her eyes from the sun and making it feel uncomfortable and all the things. So I'm so glad. Thanks for sharing that. Of course, (laughs) of course. But I'm also, you know, you never oils in the eye. So I'm really glad you're talking about applying it around the socket. Yes. Nowhere. I mean, don't get any closer and a little goes a long way. Like one tiny drop with, would you say lotion or fractionated coconut oil? Or if you have moisturizer for your face, yeah, add I it would, to that. I would do it with a moisturizer. Actually, I would prefer moisturizer because then you, or coconut oil, uh, coconut oil or fractionated coconut oil. That's what I would, me personally, that's what I would use <clears throat> when I'm doing that for that particular part of the body. Mm-hmm. Well, Sarah, you're a mama and you have a lot of little ears or you had a lot of little ears in your family. I want you to share how our listeners can utilize this beautiful tea tree oil to help with maybe some discomfort. I so wish I had oils in my life when my, when my girls were really, really little, it Mm -hmm. has definitely helped since they've sent since then. But when they were really little, we had lots and lots of ear issues and we were at the doctor all the time and emergency room because sometimes their little eardrums ruptured and they weren't even showing symptoms of having any kind of ear issues. And so I so wish that this By the time my kids felt pain, it was almost too late. And they were not like, they would not have high fevers either. Um, It was very, very difficult as a, as a mom at that point to, Mm -hmm. to to figure out what was going on with their ears. They never complained about any kind of pain. And when they did complain about pain at night, late at night, I'm like, okay, first thing in the morning. And by then it was too late. They would have some drainage already. So But as they've gotten a little bit older, they kind of didn't have those issues as much. But as soon as we did have oils and we knew about this solution of putting tea tree or Melluca, however you like to call it, um, putting it onto the behind their ears and the back of their ear or putting a drop on a cotton ball and putting it over 
putting the cotton ball over their ear and then just putting a little Band-Aid to hold it in pl- the cotton ball in place. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one way, mixed with lavender, of course, because lavender helps with that um, soothe as well. And man, it clears those things up really fast. And I really, really wish that when my kids were really little, um, that they had had that solution growing up because that would have been super helpful. The other thing with kids that I loved using my tea tree, and actually my oldest daughter is a day, it works for a daycare. And so we just had a nasty little scare with bugs in the hair. Oh, luckily so we, fun. <laughs> we, we had checked her and she was okay, but I made her immediately swipe some tea tree on the back of her neck and using it in her hair to deter those little, those little yucky bugs from jumping into her hair. So that's a really great way to use, um, tea tree as well, especially if you are you, or you have kiddos that are around other kiddos that may bring these lovely little things home with them. So this Mm -hmm. is a great way to deter um, those things from even getting on to you. We're latching on. And Sarah, I'm going to piggy bank off of that for a moment because I've had long hair for majority of my life. I love my long hair, but as a child, I would get, <laughs> I've probably had those bugs in my hair at least 15 to 20 times in my life. Excessive. Now, one of the issues was because I have a lot of family down in Tijuana and they just, it, it, you know, it, it is what it is. And so it didn't matter if we braided my hair, put it up in a, you know, a tight bun and slicked it back with gel. It was inevitable that I would end up having them. And it is a nightmare to get out of your hair. I too wish that I had tea tree growing up because do you know of tea gel or the, you know, the shampoos that say that they're going to get rid of these bugs and all of this. I swear I I paid for that company for many years because that's all I used all the time. And it's as simple as incorporating tea tree essential oil into your daily shampoo, especially for your littles. If they're around kids or school, it's bound to possibly happen more so than to adults, right? So you can take that preventative measure and adding a drop or two into the shampoo before you lather up their hair. But if they're older, they can do it themselves but it really protects and gives yourself a barrier that's toxic free. You guys, this tea tree, we've already mentioned so many things and we haven't even gotten to the scoop of the day. I mean, you can support your ear discomfort. You can support your eyes discomfort. Let's call it discomfort. Okay. Cause it is discomforting and you can support your scalp. And those are just some of the simple ways. And another way before we get to the scoop of the day is that I love that you can support your skin when your skin um, has some irritations, tea tree a little bit. And we're talking like a drop of tea tree to your um, face cleanser or incorporating it with a toner if you use toner or even simple blemishes, lavender and tea tree are great for your skin. And there's other oils that we'll dive into later on throughout this, this podcast. But, um, I'm telling you skin solutions, Sarah, have you used tea tree for skin (laughs) skin blemishes? So I, I laugh only because growing up, the only oil in our house, um, 
that I was ever introduced to before I discovered doTERRA was was Melaleuca, was tea tree, right? It was Melaleuca. Mm -hmm. And my mom used it in everything. And growing up, I was like, oh my gosh, it was in my shampoo. It was in my vitamin, like it was in everything. Like it was in supplements. It was in everything. And I grew up just going, can I have like pretty smelling shampoo? Like I want like (laughs) strawberries and cream or whatever my friends have, right? (laughs) Yeah. And here I, (laughs) yeah. And here I smell like medicine like constantly uh-huh. right and so i i didn't appreciate i did not fully appreciate when i was a child the the cuz of all the pretty smells that there were out there you know all of the you know melon and cucumber and all these wonderful things and here i am smelling like you know a medicine cabinet and i was not as excited or thrilled about it so yeah um every time we had a scratch or any kind of blemish on the skin, my mom was like, you should use some, you should use some Melaleuca, put some Melaleuca on that, you know? And so it was, (laughs) it was like a constant thing. And um, now that I'm older, I'm like, my mom, you know, she was, you know, she was a nurse and she was constantly making us use this stuff. And so now I, I, so when you say, have you ever used it for skin stuff? I think, oh, Vicky, you have no idea. (laughs) I was slathered in this stuff from head to toe when I was a child. So have I used it for skin issues? Absolutely. Have my girls used it? Yeah. Actually, one of my girls uh, recently um, discovered putting a few drops in her toner. Yes. So she was just putting it in her toner and I was like, oh, that was smart. How'd you come up with that? She was like, it was in your book, mom. I was like, oh, <laughs> genius. So um, that was, that. I mean, just there's so many ways we've used this. What can I, can I give my scoop for the scoop of the day? And then we'll get into your scoop. Absolutely. Yes. Go ahead, girl. Okay. Give it. This particular oil, I love using it in conjunction with a few other oils and I call it a flute, a flute bomb. Okay. Yep. And mm-hmm. the reason why we use this is to help boost our immune systems. But I will tell you my secret, two drops of frankincense, two drops of lemon, two drops of on guard, two drops of oregano and two drops of tea tree in a veggie capsule. I take that with food. If I'm feeling under the weather, feeling like that immune system, like something's going on, something's brewing, you know how you feel that? Yeah. Your body gives you signals before you have major pain, discomfort, and before you have an elevated temperature, your body sends out those little signals. So yes, listen to your body. Mm -hmm. So I love, I love the flute bomb. I love it because it just kind of helps. It, it sends the extra support that your immune system needs to just bomb out whatever is going on in, inside of you. So there's my, there's my scoop of the day. Let's hear yours. Cause yours is way more exciting. No, well, <laughs> they are both equally amazing. And I'm so glad you mentioned flute. We will make sure to put it in the show notes for you guys. So you have this recipe on hand when you need it, but The scoop of the day that I wanted to share with you today is a peppermint foot lotion using in conjunction with peppermint tea tree oil. So I, you know, this peppermint foot lotion is awesome. You need the ingredients of beeswax, cocoa butter, shea butter, uh, virgin coconut oil, fractionated coconut oil, peppermint essential oil, which we spoke about in a previous podcast 
and tea tree. So I'm going to link all of this in the show notes, because if I tell you now, you'll probably forget if you're anything like me, I need to see it visually in front of my eyes, but my friends, it's a really simple, easy DIY recipe and it's wonderful for your feet before bed. It is great. I've done this before. I'm actually all out. So I need to re-up and make this recipe again because we're going into spring and summer and this girl is going to be in sandals 99.999% of the time. So my feet need more TLC. <laughs> well, truthfully, I, I, I don't ever leave without my flip-flops. I live in my flip-flops. Yes, even in the snow and ice and cold. And people think I'm crazy, <laughs> but that's okay. So my feet really need this. So I'm super grateful that you put this in our show notes for today, Vicki. Thank you so much for sharing that. You are so welcome. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Essential Oil Scoop. We hope you have found this discussion informative and helpful. If you have any questions or topics that you would like us to cover in future episodes, please leave us a comment or reach out to us on social media. Don't forget to like, share, save, subscribe, and follow our podcast so that you get notified every time we upload a new episode. Until next time, stay healthy, keep using your essential oils to enhance your wellness journey, and we will talk to you really soon. Have a great day. Goodbye. Be well, my friends. Bye.